Hello and welcome to another Scout UK podcast episode. Um, it's your boy Jason, Mr. Put Your C's Up. Shout out to the Chelsea gang. Um, I'm here, my two co-hosts. Got Taz, how you doing, man? Chilling, man. Been a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the Arsenal game. It's been a great weekend, man. Bank holiday. This one is my your honor. This man is Julius. He's saying good. I'm I'm blessed, man. Man's on, not hosting today, obviously. Got a pass on the D's a little bit, but yeah, man. I'm here from <laughs> I obviously just before um we start the pod, um obviously just a big thanks to everyone that's listening and watching. Uh, the pod um, definitely it's been a new experience for all, all three of us um, but yeah man just continue to support continue to promote um, you know if you're watching this on YouTube look um, comment like and subscribe uh, if you're on Apple podcast leave a review five star only and yeah man keep pushing uh, the truth out there and um Let's continue to put our opinions out there and and and, and put up good content for you lot. Scout yeah. UK hashtag use that as well. Exactly, use the Scout UK hashtag. And yeah. um so yeah, for uh, another week, football, a whole lot of events on and off the pitch. Um it started off really well on the on Saturday, 1230. <laughs> uh Arsenal, hey, Manchester, and whenever they go to the blue side, whenever they go to the Etihad, it's usually uh, a sad affair for, for the Gunners. So, um, yeah, this week, five a 5 0 beating for Tad's team. I can't lie, Taz, but we, how many episodes we've got? For five, five episodes in, and you haven't picked up a dub. No one. Zero. Can you imagine? Zero. Bottom of bottom of the table. Take, take, it minus, away, take it away. Minus nine goal difference, bro. <laughs> <laughs> minus nine. Oh gosh. Um, Tottenham are at the top of the table, and we're at the bottom. That, that just sums up. That's just pain. sums up. That's pain. pain. Malo. 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 <laughs> Um, no, nah, this weekend was tough. It was tough to take. Um, obviously, um, start off with the lineup, um, saw that, and I think me, I think I was one of the only Arsenal fans that kind of understood why he went for it, but it didn't make sense, sort of thing. So, because obviously, Mari got cooked last week, I didn't think that he was going to start. But if Mari's not going to play, then why don't you put Kiratini as a left-sided centre-back and then play Tavares as your left wing-back or play Saka there? But um, obviously he didn't do that. So we went um, with Holden, Chambers, Kolesnich as a back three. Had Odegaard in the middle of of Lokonga. He dropped him. Made no sense again. Um, then had Smith-Rowe, Saka behind Oba. And Cedric, right wing back. So I went to the game and just thought, let's hold it down first 20. Not even first 20, first 10 minutes. Let's just, you know, make a good account for ourselves, you know, keep it at no-no because we always concede early at City. Like, I don't think there's been a game in the last three, four years where we haven't conceded in the first five minutes. And we conceded in the first seven this time. Two more minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> and... It's the worst thing is that as a centre back, you're meant to win your headers. Man City aren't. What is what is what we mock Man City the most about is they when they're in trouble they spam crosses and they can never score from them because that's their their state of panic mode, um, so to speak. But as the first cross that they put in, Gundogan scores it and he's like my height. He's like five foot eight, five foot nine, and he wins it over Chambers who is six foot plus, losing headers. Second goal, 12 minutes in, Cedric swings his leg instead of going with his head or even just managing to block the, the cross coming in, goes straight to Ferran Torres, goal, 2-0. Chambers trying to pull off a, like he got um, uh, 
like got DDT okay, um, <laughs> by by the port. Like it's crazy. And then um two nil down, you're thinking, okay, guys, let's you know, let's actually try and keep the score respectable because once it's two 0 in the first ten minutes, you only know one way it's gonna go, it's gonna go left. Um I thought like first five minutes we did okay. Um, I thought like we, we showed intent, so to speak, but that was five minutes. That other eight five was Man City, like dominance. Um then obviously Granite Shaka, like I think that's what like made me angry the most is the fact that he's just doing what he's been doing since 2017. Um, or like going in for tackles, he doesn't need to go in for um, getting red cards. That's his fourth red card. I think he's fifth on the all-time list of Arsenal players to get a red card. And he's been here for five years. Like, he's level with Tony Adams. He was playing for Arsenal for how many years? Like, 10, he's a, 15. He's a, almost Shaka's 20. aggression levels are so poor. Like, his, <sighs> his timing for tackles, even the tackles he makes in certain areas, like, bro, there's no shot. reason to make tackles like this. Bro. To go two-foot in is all just dumb. Bro. Can you imagine? And even last week, he could have been sent off if he caught Mason Mount. I don't know if you man clocked the tackle that he did, um, where he like went in like with like with his leg up, studs up on Mason Mount, and he jumped over the tackle. That's why he didn't get carded. So I think I think it was a matter of time. It was a matter of time, and then. Obviously, he got sent off thirty minutes in. Like for me, as a if I'm if I'm a tell, I am burning because this is a guy that you've put your neck on the line for. You've said that's my guy. We're gonna give him a new contract. We want him to stay, just for him to get a red card. And he's one of the senior players, so to speak, um, which always makes it worse. Um, so that was tough to take. And then they got the third goal just before half time. So it was it was always done from then, and then it got to it got to four nil, and I had a bet on saying it would be under five goals, so I was hoping that they wouldn't get the fifth goal. <laughs> and then you see Ferran Torres score in the, in the eight second minute to make it five nil, and it just it was just we were dreadful, man. Like, I can't, I don't know what the tactics were, I don't know what the game plan was, I don't know nothing. Like every, we looked clueless. Oba jumping for headers, not winning the ball. Um, Smith Rowe just running into no man's land and then getting tackled. Um, Kerentini down every two minutes. I, I personally think it's because he was wasting time rather than him being injured, just because he wanted the, didn't want the scoreline to be any worse. Um, Kalasinac was probably our best defender out of the five. That's, and we're trying to flog scary. him. Like, that is frightening. A guy that you're trying to actively sell is your best defender. Wasn't, um, wasn't Odegaard playing in the pivot as well? Yes, that's... Jesus Christ. That, to me, like, he didn't do bad, but Lokonga, the last two games, has been playing well next to Shaka. Why would you stop that now when you've gone to City? Like, why would you change that? Um, The way we sat um, in, like, it's, like, in a 5-4-1 just didn't make sense. Like, nothing made sense. Um, So, Ata... Time is running out. For me personally, it's a thing where it's been 20 months now. So it would be smart to get rid of him now. But I know the board won't. So he's I reckon he's got September to try till the next international break after this one. He's got a month to sort it out. If he doesn't, he's up. Because well, with, with, with what you've said, stopping. it seems like um you know, ever since we started this podcast, the same problems have gone coming week in, week out. So, with that being said, is that something where, if Arteta goes, will this continue because of the players there, or would it change because of what the manager brings in, whoever that manager may be? I believe our players are um, new manager bounce players and they'll do it for three months then um, it'll go back to normal mm -hmm. because Wenger left, Emery came in, you man saw us 22 unbeaten run up until about December when we lost to Southampton and then from there we just had dips of in and out of form um, and then by November the same year Emery was out. Arteta came in, new manager bounce until like COVID came, so that was three, four months. 
and then um, when Project Restart happened again, um, he obviously patterned and won as an FA Cup, which um, looking back now, we shouldn't have won that man because <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been consumed. The FA Cup, yeah. as as big as of a trophy it is, it's just giving it's just giving Alter like a, it's giving him more time, which is <sighs> in obviously in hindsight it's, it's a bit mad, but. Exactly. It's just it's, it's just looking it's just looking worse and worse that he's still in this exactly. job. He's won the FA Cup. That's that's what his that's what's keeping him there. The FA Cup is literally what's keeping him in this job right now. Exactly. And the thing is, it's not even just Arteta that rode off the FA Cup. Fenga, that was his get out of jail card. If he had a poor season, win an FA Cup against a big team, you're back in it. Do you know what I mean? 2014. If he doesn't win against Hull, he's gone. Do you know what I mean? If he doesn't win against, when you, Villa, when you he's two 0 down that game. Yes, and we won three two. I don't know how we pulled out the bag, but um, and you see, like with them FA Cup wins, you always think, okay, now is the time for the team to kick on. Like guys like Walcott were having interviews that, oh, this is not where we want to be. We want to be challenging for the league. That guy's now at Southampton. Do you know what I mean? Like that, the level just never got to a, a higher level, which obviously hurt us. So. I don't know. I just feel like with these players, like eight. I didn't even realize eight of the starting eleven on Saturday are Arsenal Wenger players. Like if eight. you go through the team, eight of them, the back three, they're all Arsenal Wenger players: Shaka, um, Oba, um, who else was there? I I don't want to count the young. If I, if I count the youngers, that's harsh. So I think about six. About five or six were Arsenal Wenger players, and the rest and the guys that came on like Onene was an Arsenal Wenger player, Laka was an um, Arsenal Wenger player, Maitland Niles was an Arsenal Wenger player. So that comes to like eight overall of the fourteen that played. That's not going to help us move any further forward than four or five years ago because we got rid of Arsenal Wenger, and we knew that if we got rid of him, there was a whole culture rebuild we had to do. But you still got swag, 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 and then Mandela like <laughs> killing us, bro. And we are a shambles. So speaking on, on certain players, um, we're seeing the kind of the the nasty. I was I wouldn't even say nasty, but seeing the the bad side of Arteta and how he is um, choosing his sides and choosing the squad. Um, we, see, we just saw today um, Ainsley Mate and Niles come out on social media to really go out and say who he wants to play. Bro. Are we seeing really the demise of, of Mikel Arteta in terms of the coach with all of these public outbreaks and all of these poor results and literally with no light at the end of the tunnel? Are we seeing the end of our society? Quickly, can I just can I just remind us? Yeah, remind you lot and the listeners that we have an all or nothing Arsenal documentary coming out <laughs> at the end of the season. And, stop. And, all, and all of this is happening. So the first three games they've oh, lost. God. Now you've got players coming, you've got Maitland House coming out on, on Insta talking about I just want to go and play somewhere where I'm where I'm wanted to play. And we're getting this in a documentary at the end of the year, at the end of the season. This is gonna this- be comedy gold. Like, this, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a great documentary, <laughs> just to see, just to see the behind the scenes at this club, because at the moment nobody knows what goes in this club. It just sounds, it just seems like vibes, and the documentary mm-hmm. is going to show that it's it's exactly what we it's think. Genuine it's vibes. Just vibes. Yeah, it's going to be like Danny Rose when he went to Mourinho. Just imagine making a nose of Arteta, that sort of thing. Um, it's just but, vibes, but yeah, man, like making a I don't even know. I just think it's the demise of a club, not just the manager. I just feel like like you'd never see a player go out on social media, an Arsenal player, in previous years, complaining about his playing time, complaining about um, not getting the movie he wants to. He would always, like, there would always be a bit of class, as, you know, Arsenal fans like to say, like, we have class about us as a club, but that class has been going down the drain. And I feel like Arsene Wenger, when he left, every last bit of class left with him because um, he kept the he kept the traditions. At, um, he tried to keep them as high as possible, which is 
probably the only thing, one of the only things I respected about him um, towards the end of his tenure. Um, it's hard, man. I don't know. Like this Maitland now stuff, it just shows that you know we're told one thing about oh he wants to play centre mid, oh he's not playing because he keeps saying oh, I want to play centre mid, but. Now we're finding out that he's asked, like at the start of the season, he asked, I want to play right back. And he's not being played in that position when he's shown previously that. Obviously, he's not my favourite player to play in that position, but he is shown more than a Chambers, a Bellerin, a Cedric. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why not play him there mm-hmm. if didn't he shows he more made, than them guys? He made the England squad playing right back. He, yeah, he, well, no, left wing back, right left wing back. He was playing there. That's when he got called up, and I reckon now he realizes that if if he doesn't make it, that is the position he's gonna make it in. So, and the fact that we're stopping him from going because Everton is a direct rival. Do you know what I mean that club that always starts well then tells off at the end of the season always finishes tenth or eleventh? I can't believe that you don't know. Class I can't believe it. Oh gosh, you are not as Everton as direct rivals. You know, we your rivals are, went from your rivals went from the likes of United, City at some point, Liverpool's, Chelsea's, Tottenham's, and now it's Brian's, Everton's, Leeds, Villa. You lot had Villa at one point. Villa, Wolves, them, and that's our level now. That's, a, that's as, a mad. That's a mad downfall, bro. As as they say, it has. Uh, how the mighty have fallen, uh, but yeah, just bad fall, man. Just, just to um, speak on the other side of the match. Obviously, we we love to harp on Arsenal. We we continue we can continue for for an hour long, but um, just to speak on Manchester City and how yeah. they played, it, it seemed like they were on cruise control. And I kind of I'm kind of looking at how um, the Arsenal tax is is being played. <laughs> <laughs> for the first three games. But just a little on, on, on Manchester City. Obviously, they, they beat you guys 5-0 um, quite convincingly. They played some good football. But, yeah. you know, coming towards the end of the transfer window, it seems like they're not going to get in a striker. Um, they're not going to get the, prom- the, the, the their promise in, in Harry Kane. Do you feel like it will be something that will hold them back? And at all, would it be something that will be just a quick blip and they'll just go on? Honestly speaking, honestly speaking, I don't think it affects them at all, man. I think, I think they've done it last year when they had Aguero in and out. I think they can do it this year. They can have, they can play a false nine. Ferran Torres can play striker as well. So realistically, he is Jesus can play striker as well. Bro, I don't think they're missing anything, man. They look the way they look yesterday, not yesterday, the way they look on Saturday, they dominate the entire game. No striker, still bagging goals. I think Ferran got Ferran got one or two. I think he got two. got two goals. Yeah, he got, got two. two. And he's been playing. He's more or less been playing as their striker, their false nine type player. Like I don't um, think. I think the thing with a striker and the thing with um, Harry Kane, I think, I think it only elevates them that bit more. But at the same time, they don't really need it. Like I don't. I think they create enough. They create enough to be like, do we really need? To spend a hundred mil on Harry Kane at this point in time, like, like they're still bagging goals, man. I'd I'd, I'd say this, um, you know, quite contrary to what you said. Um, yes, they don't need particularly need. I, I, in fact, we say this, but let's, let's, put, let's, last, put need, let's put need in quotation marks. Yeah, I look, I look, mm. I look at last season and how they won the league last season as pretty much an anomaly in the Premier League winning, you know, system in terms of winning the league. You kind of <clears throat> you kind of look at every league winner and say, okay, you get you probably have a striker or a forward that gives you 18 to 22 goals a season. And obviously you may have the elite ones that go 24 plus. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at now with everyone elevating around them. Liverpool are back with their top defenders. Uh, Manchester United have brought in reinforcements in all, all across the pitch. Chelsea also. And then even looking at guys below them, you know, who are 
building their teams up and being and, and strengthening from where they went from last season. I think the only thing that they lack from what lack in terms of real potence potence is um scoring goals. Like they need to score more goals. Having Gundogan scoring 13 goals and being their top goal scorer, I don't think he'll be enough to win the league. Now, you know, it may happen, but I feel like you kind of need that consistent goal scorer there in order for you to bail out some matches because there's going to be some matches where they're going to face the deep block and mm. it's going to be tough to break them down. Mm. I mean, Manchester City are the team to break teams down like that, but in terms of grabbing that goal to win the game, I'm not sure they have too many guys that they can constantly rely on that I, I think that they might have to go through this season. That's that's fair. I hear it. I think, um, obviously, when we talk about the, the low block and deep block stuff, I think one of the one of the bigger ways to break down is kind of crosses. And Man City love a good cross when when, it, when mm-hmm. the time They love a good cross. I don't think... I think the players they've got currently aren't really aerial threats, but we've seen they can, they can do some whoever job in the box, header and mm-hmm. like We've seen Ferran Torres go ahead his goals. We've seen Gundogan go ahead his goals. We've probably seen Navas. We not Navas. I keep saying Navas. You know, we've probably seen um Gabi Jesus score headed goals. Like I think, I think they can work around it. Obviously, like having a big striker, having if they if they did get Harry Kane, it'd be a lot easier to work on. But then again, you gotta think teams would then target Kane specifically because you know what he's the six something striker in the box. He's gonna bag a header. He's gonna try and do this, this and that in the box. So I think. I think the lack of a striker kind of helps in the sense of it, it's going to be a bit harder to defend against because you, you don't know what to expect of these guys playing up front. You don't really know what to expect from um, from Ferran Torres playing up front. You don't really know what to play, expect from Jesus playing up front. Even Sterling in false nine, maybe maybe a Grealish in false nine, you don't really know what to expect from these men. So it, it kind of gives them that unpredictability factor of, you know what, we're going to put this guy here and you don't know what they're going to do. Hell, me, we, even, we, even we might not know what he's going to do. But mm. he can play there and he can he can do a job there. So I think I think they'll be fine. We'll we'll see how it will we'll see how long it lasts. But I think for now it looks like they'll be all right. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. Um so going on from the Manchester City and Arsenal game, um later on that get that day, five thirty, it was uh super definitely a, a big match. I enjoyed and this storm. Uh, it was Liverpool yeah. versus Chelsea, two of the top contenders this season going and battling out. It finished 1 1. Um, I kind of want to hear you guys' thoughts first before I go in and say what I wanted to say. So, um, Taz, what did you think of the game? Um, game of two halves, really. I think, um, Chelsea in the first half, like once they settled down. Should have, should have wiped the game. Should have been two, three nil up with the chances that they had. The way they opened up Liverpool, there was a couple. And this is the thing that I feel like annoys a lot of fans about football is the final ball and the execution. Is the fact that there were so many opportunities that mm. if Chelsea had waited a second longer, if Chelsea, if uh, certain players played one pass instead of the other, could have been easy for them. And when you go down to 10 men, you don't have to worry about defending for 45 minutes to hold onto a draw. You've got a 2-3-0 lead already, which you can just sit back on and hold onto your, your lead. Um, it will, but um, I, I rated Chelsea in the first half. For Liverpool were good in, in bursts in the first half. And then obviously the Reese James handball which was which was ample and a red card. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's it changed the. I don't want to say it changed the game, man, because Chelsea in the second half, the way they defended, man, that. Brav. Why could I think, we I think, do I think, that, it, did, I think it did change the game, in the sense of it, Chelsea it, it, had to, it had to fall back on what they originally planned, and of, of course had to go out and hold that lead in terms. Of, I think, um, if we continue from the second half, um, it looked like a yeah. game where. Liverpool were kind of desperate because Chelsea were defending so so well, and that's the throughout thing. that game, that's the throughout thing. that game, I think my for me personally, I think Salah and um and Harvey were were Liverpool's only real threats. I don't think 
and not doing anything else. For um, Firmino got subbed. Not even, not even he didn't make forty five minutes. He got subbed off. Um, Jota didn't really do too much. Mane still lagging from last season. It feels like. Yeah. Other than that, like Liverpool didn't really look threatening. Chelsea defended so so well, they and they done very very well to 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 um to block out any threats that could have come their way. But yeah. I think just Liverpool just didn't look really threatening. I think it's. I don't know what it was. True. I just think it was, it was literally just the fact of, yeah, you know what? Just Chelsea, looked like they've run out of ideas, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like they, just like Chelsea, just we're going to hold away. this. We're going to hold this back line. We're going to hold this defensive. We're going to do it. We're going to have a defensive masterclass. Like, we're going to chill back. We're going to we're gonna break you on the counter. And they've done it a few times. But it's just like, Liverpool aren't breaking you down. Chelsea are a very hard team to break down. We've seen on the two shoulder. Very, very hard to break down. And Liverpool, if Liverpool's front three aren't firing... They don't have that much options, and mm-hmm. I think that's Chelsea have shown how to limit. Obviously, I think Liverpool. most teams know how to limit Liverpool, but Chelsea mm. done it properly. They really oh, yeah. limited. Look at this guy glowing now, man. <laughs> I need it. I need this energy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Honestly, this um, I, I I love hearing it because, as you said, it was a game of two halves. Um, you know, watching the game from start to finish, and then kind of just looking back and and seeing the game as a whole, um, Liverpool came in very intense. They came in yeah. very intense for the first, I'd say, 10 to 15 minutes. They were not letting us come out with the ball. They were pressing us um, very hard and um, putting a lot of, 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 of energy towards, you know, getting the ball back as soon as they lost it and trying to hit us out. Um, but we stayed, we stood firm and um we we stuck to the plan and literally we saw how high we, we we you know whenever you face liverpool especially at anfield they they played a very high line mm-hmm. and we saw on multiple occasions the counter attack work really well um uh, so yeah we came in we settled our nerves and then we got a great header from havertz looping you know great header there looping over allison and I thought, yeah, let's crack on from there. And literally from then on, I remember just seeing about three or four, I believe there was one chance that, you know, Mount should have scored, but there were other chances where like literally if Kante played a through ball in or if Lukaku yeah. played a through ball in or Havertz put mm. a through ball in, yeah. that final ball was there. I think a lot of Chelsea's, some of those chances, I think, I can't remember who it was to who, but it was, the chance where two passes could have been made. Yeah, the first, yeah. Slipped, the first one could have yeah. slipped through Lukaku, didn't make it. Yeah. Pass wide. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now yeah. you've passed wide, both defenders are cut forward. The one yeah. pass pass Lukaku is freeze behind the defenders. They don't pass, yeah. they don't pass the defender, they they mess it up and they end up shooting and flopping. I think some of a lot of Chelsea's chances were just down to decision making. I don't yeah. think I think mm-hmm. coaching wise they were done very, very well. That's just decision making is what let them down. They could have they could have well and truly been up two to three now in the first half. I, I look, they were on. They were on Liverpool quite a lot. I, I, I look. At, I look at obviously, you know. I looked at that though when we kept missing those chances. I kept saying to myself, "These chances are going. You know, us missing these chances is going to haunt us." And mm-hmm. um, happens every time. Happens really every time. and truly, mm-hmm. the goal for the penalty, it was just a right old mess. And really, it shouldn't have started. It started all because. Alonso tries to head the ball when Mendy had it in his hands. Yeah, and that, literally yeah, from yeah, there, just all, all the commotion then led to, obviously, Vich James getting the red card. Um, a lot of people a bit didn't really understand it. I understood to some degree, but really and truly, the letter of the law is you try to do a deliberate, deliberate handball and the way he was doing the reflex... If he doesn't move his arm, it's, it's not, still a penalty. It's not, but if, it's, but it's not red. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still not a red. Penalty, it's not red. Mm-hmm. It won't be a red. It's the fact, it's the fact that his arm, he's then gone his arm and he's, as soon as he felt a touch, he swung it. Swung yeah. it. Yeah. You know, Which it's going to be a red card. It's going to be a red card. I couldn't even blame him because even in that moment, you, you don't really think, like you're just trying to not let the ball go in. So you're just trying to do whatever you can and, it is what it is you face the consequences. Yeah, and I did think coming in at half time, Liverpool are gonna open us up, they're gonna finish us, 10 men, all of this type of stuff there. But we came in and we were just very resilient. 
and we showed the, the qualities that I've seen previous Chelsea's have done. You know, the the old Jose's, the 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 Antonio Conte's, the even the Tuchel to a certain extent as well, where we are very resilient. You can't break us down. You could try and do your quick interchanging and all these passes, but we're going to find a way to block your shot. And um, I was really impressed um, with our defence today. Uh, oh, today, on, on, on Saturday. Um, Rudiger, absolutely sick. Christensen, absolutely sick. And um, yeah, man, just a, a top, top performance. What do you guys think of um, of now looking at those two clubs? Do you feel like they are making the relevant steps to being the top contenders? Let's start off with Liverpool because, you know, facing a team like, like Chelsea and not being able to break them down and, you know, resulting into spamming in crosses and putting it in the air, they're going to be facing guys that are low block. Uh, more time. So, do you feel like them not being able to break us down is a sign for the future? They need they need something to to uh, another plan so that a plan B. Yeah. As everyone always says, I just feel like for me personally, like I've been saying it for Liverpool for a while, just another attacker, just mm. someone else, just to give them something different in the front line. Because if Firmino ain't banging and he hasn't been banging for a while. And Jota, like for me, Jota should have started on Saturday. I don't know why he didn't, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the fact that he came on and didn't have as much of an impact, like you need someone else on the bench that you can say, okay, in times of trouble, we can go to him instead. Um, and just, um, I just feel like with Liverpool, it's, oh, I always say about one injury, one or two injuries away from everything that they've got that's really good, we just saw going we saw down. We, we saw, saw it last, last year. year. Van Dijk, Van Dijk went out. Gomez went out, and exactly they, they started to crumble. Literally, exactly their their main hitters weren't really hitting. It was just out the front field. It was just Salah doing it. It was just Salah doing what Salah does. The other two mm. weren't doing much. So when when Liverpool run out of options, it's very very long for them. I think attackers are deaf or something they do need, and I yeah, I think attackers and midfielders because. Even though the they're midfield mid- is made of glass, man. Mid- There's mid- no durable mid- midfielder there. Chamberlain, Keita, Fabinho, Henderson, um, Harvey Elliott. I, I do want to give a, I do want to give a, a special shout out to Harvey Elliott. He, he's a ball. He's, mm. he's been playing well. Yeah, he's yeah, been playing yeah, very, very well. well. And I, I think he's got, he's got a bright future at Liverpool. He's got mm-hmm. a very bright future. At he's been mm-hmm. playing well these past three games, and um, I think he's, he's starting to ease up. He's starting to really like feel what Premier League is about, but he's adjusted to it very well. He's just in. Yeah. He's adjusting quite quite well, so I think him, he'll be he'll be a main starter in that Liverpool team sooner or later. Maybe maybe even now, realistically, because I don't really see um, I don't think I can see guys really starting over him. I don't. Thiago doesn't not gonna start. Thiago, I forgot to mention him. But all of them were on the bench. Thiago all of them on the weekend. All of them were on the bench. So Sermon don't. So these Sermon don't him. play. Guys like Kato probably get injured again sooner or later because his body's made of glass. Mm-hmm. Thiago, he'll play. Kato, yeah. Um, Thiago not really doing much in the Premier League under like, at Liverpool. I don't think I feel like Liverpool might not be the club for him. I think Liverpool. Mm. I feel like I feel like the, that Thiago signing was not a panic, but a kind of force. Like the way Liverpool play, their midfielders aren't really them flashy, flary, parsy type midfielders. They're more like workhorse. They're more like engines. So to bring in Thiago, who's really like that kind of that kind of passing midfielder. I think he'd work better in the Chelsea team than in the Liverpool team, if I'm being honest. Because at least with Thiago, Thiago can find a pass, Thiago can make way for a pass. He can he can operate in a midfield that doesn't require him to do too, too much work. Liverpool is just, that midfield is workhorses. Though. Mm. I think they need to find midfielders that actually suit the system properly. And yeah, wingers, forwards, they need more. I think I think Saar from Watford would be a good, good fit for them. Mm. And I think it would be a great fit for Liverpool. I think they probably should be looking to game. I think there was rumours a while ago. Maybe last year there was probably rumours about him going to Liverpool. But I think forwards, midfielders, two positions they really need. They've they've strengthened the defence. Goalkeeper, Allison's not getting displaced by anybody. They've yeah. got Kanate now. Um, Matip played quite well. Yeah, he Matip, was good. 
Matip is one of those centre backs that if he's not injured, he's going to have a good game. And mm. it's, it's just like that. They're, even that, their centre backs, Konate is quite injury prone. Matip's quite injury prone. Gomez is, is Gomez still out? No, he's on the bench. Mm. No, he's on the bench. Gomez is back. Cool. Um, double centre backs, double two, Phillips and forgot the other brother. Hey, big man, them and See, listen, see, look, the drop from thing Gomez. Is even, thing is even going to thing in now, hasn't he? He's going to Norwich. Come back, back, yeah. Go to Norwich, they, yeah. Back, uh, went back to Schalke and now he's on loan to Norwich. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I won't say the defence, I think they've sorted out the defence partially, but midfield needs work, attack needs work, and I think, I think they, as much as they look all right, I think they'll still struggle. And just, and just quickly on, and just quickly on Chelsea. Chelsea. They're cooking. I think they're, they're, cooking. they're cooking. They're cooking. I think they're still lacking that midfielder I think I think they that midfielder one. is still lacking for them Person, me personally and I, obviously I know a few Chelsea fans that might think different but the majority of the majority I've actually spoken to as well have all agreed that yeah that like creative type midfielder is what they're really missing because I feel like Mount isn't that creative midfielder I feel like I feel like Mount could probably work in a Liverpool system if anything He's an eight. He's a worker. He's a pure he's a worker. Eight. He's an eight. He's mm-hmm. a work. He's a working midfielder. an eight. I think he'd work better in the Liverpool system than he would the Chelsea system. Because, and I would say he's taking up space. But um, if you had another creative midfielder, or even even a creative winger, let's say Cho, for example, you play Cho in certain positions, and Cho will create those chances that Mount isn't create, um, creating. Like, mm-hmm. and obviously the decision making. Obviously, you can't buy that. But that's one thing that a lot of players need to work on at Chelsea. But that for me. That midfield, I think defense is patterned. Um, I think the Kunde talks have broken down because I think Sevilla tried to one. I think Sevilla wanted more money, so yeah. I think them Kunde talks have broken down. But I mean, uh, Aspidi's playing. Aspidi's playing quite well. Thiago Silva's coming back. He's playing quite well. It's really sticky. Uh, Christensen, Rudiger, they've been amazing. Trevor Chaloba's come up. He's coming up. He's playing very very well. Um, Mendy nothing needs to be said he's been very he's been good since the day he came Havertz coming back up um, playing well showing his quality Jorginho showing his quality Kante still showing his quality Kante still has a bit about him people thought he was finished on the Lampard then bruv he's yeah, Lampard left Tuchel came in and bro <laughs> I, hate so I hate this so much <laughs> yeah Kante we, we, Kante's still that player bro like Kante's still the man that we know him to be that mid that midfielder that like is key to a lot of people. A lot of people would love to have Kante in the team. I would love to have Kante mm. in my team, bro. But you can't have him. You can't yeah, have we him. Can't. We can't. Oh, unfortunately. We can't afford- yeah. Unfortunately, we can't. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't. Unfortunately, not, bro. Speaking of midfielders that they need and the missing piece, the glorious Manchester United. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> played on Sunday against Wolverhampton Wanderers, a one-nil dub. And it's that guy again. No, listen, I'm I'm not, I'm not as bad man. as you. I'm I'm not worse than you as well. But listen, that Mason Greenwood guy, yeah. I, I told man, I told man he's cooking it. Three and <laughs> three and three, yeah. Put, three goals, I, three get three games, three goals, three different kits, blood. He scored every kit. <laughs> oh three games, God. three kits, three goals. Wanna, Come on, bruv. I want I wanna I wanna say this obviously. Um I'm not gonna indulge in personal conversations that we have within our group chats and stuff like that. But I've kind of put my doubts on Mason Greenwoods. I no longer have any doubts. The guy is so good. He's cold. He's so sick. He's got a wonderful left foot, wonderful right foot. He's the truth. Um, But yeah. yeah. See the thing I love about Greenwood, yeah? The thing I love about Greenwood, he's not shy to shoot. Because where he shot from to score the goal made no sense. And he does it so often. He he shoots from angles that shouldn't be shot from. But he's confident in his ability. He knows that Honestly. he's gonna bag this on target. Like even if it doesn't go in, it's on target. Yeah, like, that's that the shot thing. That shot in the first half, shoot. that flash just past the post when he missed. Even Bro. that, like if it was just an inch closer, that's in Greenwood the is there. Greenwood is a real shooter. He believes oh, in his ability gun, because he knows he can finish and he'll bag it. He just he'll shoot from he'll shoot from where he knows he can score from. Even angles tight tight angles. He'll score the one against Leeds. That's a tight angle, and he bagged it, posting in. Like not many strikers, not many strikers had precision to hit a shot. Not, even, to, not even the ones that we held highly, like 
those guys yeah, really fam. Shots. Like, that's a that's crazy. a mad like, for someone to for someone to know that cool. I'm gonna aim at the post and make sure it still goes in. Brazy. Brazy. Because most men are thinking I'm gonna hit from the side net. No, he's hitting post and in. Catch. So with the good of Greenwood and obviously the great goals that he scored, <sighs> there comes the bad of Manchester United. Um, we saw some horrible, horrible performances. Um, that game was that game was, was a hard so, one. Um, could you that could you take difficult. it away with um one guy I want to start with is um which one? Pastor Fred Frederico Rodriguez. Frederico. Fred, I'm gonna call it Frederico Rodriguez as well. I'll call him is either that or number 17. But Frederico <laughs> nah, Rodriguez. Give, give him give him respect of his name, I call him. Cool, cool. Frederico. I'll call him his full name, Frederico Rodriguez. I can't remember the rest of it. I know there's more. <laughs> that man there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lie, man. E, e, fam, he was poor, he was horrible, man. Like, this is two games in a row now that he's been shown the floor by two players. Last match <laughs> against Southampton of Livermento, and uh, on Sunday it was against flipping um Trincao. Like, they Ooh. they really they really had a field day with him, like, Fred. So many opportunities. I think the first the first time he got cooked, yeah. We're playing the ball. We're playing the ball. Nice, cool, cool. Everyone's calm, passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Fred gets on the ball now, edge of the box. I don't know why. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, I was so livid, yeah. I started like, I don't understand how he done it, but he passed to Adama. <laughs> and there was a good gap. Between Adama and I think it was Sancho on that side. Yeah. I think it was Sancho on that side or James on that side. Someone was on that side, but I don't know how he done it, but he passed to Adama and Adama, yeah, uh, Adama had Aye, a game. Adama, Adama had a game. I destroyed him, bro. Adama had a good Please, game. Please, can this guy have a that final man on ball? Transition. Please. <laughs> final ball that and man, final finish. And a final that, man on trans- that man on transition is a scary sight. Scary. It's a very, very Brother. scary sight on transition. Bro. He, got the, he got the ball and he drove. He drove through I, the midfield. I that, wait, was, was that the time when he went past um, Fred and Pogba? Yes, that was that was yeah, that's the exact moment. That's exact moment. Nah, this guy's crazy. That's the exact guy's moment. Crazy. He went past both. He got past both of them, and unlucky for us, they couldn't finish. Lucky for us, they couldn't. Finish. I think that was the same chance that um, Wambazaka done a very very good goal line clearance. That was, I, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I recommend yeah, that one proper. Yeah, that was, was a very very good clearance for us. But like, oh Fred, nah man, that that was probably one of his worst games that I've seen. Like he was getting cooked left, right, and center. Couldn't string a pass. Like, yeah, no, nah, man. I was, I was in disarray, bro. Could, could, could I speak on uh, someone else? Can I ask for another person's uh, game? Which, which person? Um, about, you know, I was hearing all this about Jaden Sancho and he's gonna be this sick winger. Oh, he's so stiff in the left. He's so hard. He's gonna take on these man. He's gonna do what? Yeah, he's no, gonna, okay. What do you say? Ten goals, ten assists. He was gonna average a double double. Listen, listen. We're only three games. We're three games in, in it. This is his first start. What I'm gonna say now, yeah, is that Bundesliga text is all fun and games Bundesliga. until it's your own player. Ah, it's so all funny until it's your own player, in it. Like, yeah. I watched the game. Listen, said, listen, this is justice for Timo Werner. It's all fun and games in it, but um I don't know where it is, man. Like obviously <laughs> obviously I rate San- obviously we all rate Sancho very highly in it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too too mad in it. It's his first start in three games. He's only he didn't have a preseason with us. Um he came back. He wasn't. I don't think he was even fully fit when he came back. To be honest, like, so I'm giving it time. Obviously, we're three games in. See, I have to give it time in it, but I, I really do believe he'll, he'll come through sooner later in it. But, bro, that was a, it was a poor performance. I, I, I saw, I saw bad. that felt that that felt comp, and boy, I've seen <laughs> no, I've seen comps here. Yeah. Some of the stuff that I was seeing, mate. I said a pre one come my way one, yeah. I started crying, bro. (laughs) The pre one that yeah, that's whoever 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 thought, yeah, I'm gonna use this as a slander song, they're a prick. Because that is the funniest song for a compilation ever. 
So I saw oh. that comp, I said, die, and I saw cool. Then I saw another comp here, and the person who edited that comp is even more of a prick, because <laughs> the way they edit that comp here, they edit that comp like it's a normal compilation. <laughs> all the effects, all the angles, I said, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. I was so, I was dying. Listen, oh. this, I don't know if we will ever find a better fail comp. That's a be- no, that's the best fail comp I've no. seen ever. No, 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 no. Listen, remember the one that we saw a few. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, listen, people, yeah. I, I wish, I, I, wish so I really wish I could find a compilation. I swear, bro, listen, I've, I've no. gone, I've gone like I remember that during that time, I went days me looking for that fail comp. It literally. <laughs> It's started. No, we have to quickly set the scene for this one, yeah. So where are our boys? Where are our boys? Yeah, we're just chilling. It. Then I think one YouTube. I think it auto plays to a, to a Phil Walker compilation. Yeah, but it's a fails comp. We didn't know. No, no, no. It was a normal comp. It was a regular comp. Sorry, it was a regular Phil Walker comp. We, I, I kid you not. The minute the I think the video was like ten minutes long. We went two minutes, maybe three minutes. No goals. <laughs> There's no goals, no assists in was, that compilation. There was him fooling all for a triple. <laughs> bro, it was so like I couldn't breathe. I nah. wish I wish I could find that video. I really nah. wish I could find that video because nah, it was the you. funniest thing ever. But yeah, back to Sancho. I'm gonna we have to give it time, obviously. It's a bit it's a bit unfortunate that he's obviously been playing this way, but I don't think he's fit fully. I don't think he's really fully fit, but it's nice to see him start. Obviously, he needs to start because there's absolutely no reason. For him not to start in our squad. Mm-hmm. Um, he, needs game, he needs game time. Even then, he needs a game time. Yeah, he needs a game time. <clears throat> he needs. He's obviously twenty one. Needs to adjust to a new league. Um, but yeah, wasn't it? Just wasn't a good game from him. I'll be real, man. It just wasn't a good game from him. All right, that's fine. I, I hear a, that. I have a, I have a okay. question. Go on, go on. Uh, <laughs> you know this one no win. You know he didn't play great, but he still won. Doesn't that show signs that okay, we weren't at it on our day, but we still got the win? What do they say about the best teams in the league on their bad day? They still win. Yes, let me just add the stroke your top. Go on. They have bought in. Oh, I forgot. The king. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Manchester. Yeah, they bought in the My world. dog is back. My dog is back. My dog is back. They bought back CR7. CR7. My dog I'll is put back my C up one time. They, listen, I'll put my C up for CR7. I'll put my C up one time. I'm, I'm going to say now in it. If he had went C, I would have cried. <laughs> I would have cried. Guaranteed, bro. We were, I mean, I was on PS4. I was on PS4. I had my headset on, but I wasn't talking. I was, <laughs> you guys don't wanna. I you guys looking, don't wanna know. The I was way looking at the news unraveling. I was like, "Oh my days! I was like, Is this really happening, bro? I was so vexed, bro. But yeah, I wanted to do an emergency pod. I was, I was gonna. No, I wanted to do one. I wanted to do one because I was. My head was hot. My head was hot. I was gonna do an emergency pod. I wanted to do an emergency pod, man. My head was burning. But yeah, he's back now. Let me. Okay, let's go back. So the thing about the one 0 win stuff, and obviously best teams win when they're not at their best. Mm. The thing with that is that we got very, very lucky. There's te- no, 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 no. Listen, because you have the listen, you have those teams where they may not be at their best, but they're not getting lucky the way we got lucky. There, some teams. That's how you win leagues, too. Yeah, not us, not us. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. I have read Sir Alex Ferguson books. I've read articles from Pep Guardiola. I've heard, mm-hmm. I've read it all from Jose Mourinho. I've heard it from the shameless, most shameless people. When you're win, when you're going through these games, it's about dogging it out. Your quality always shows. You saw over the hair you're coming in doing saves like as if it was back in 2018. That was 2018. David the hair coming exactly. back. And I'm, that's 2018 that we're coming back. And I'm happy. So that, was so happy. These, that was a great double save. These things, it's not by coincidence. It's not by luck. It's things that happens when you are a quality team. You're going to face teams that are going to be playing you off the park, but they yeah. just won't put it in because they don't have the quality. But then yeah. a moment of brilliance, as you saw with Mason Greenwood, it comes in clutch. 
And when you have arguably, if not the most clutch player in your side, in Cristiano Ronaldo, you Bro. have a top tier defense. Bro. Your midfield can be shifted and so changed. Speaking speaking about defenses, Rafael Varane, amazing debut. Exactly. Amazing debut. Exactly. Amazing. So you have all of these guys here, and you have a clutch performer, the most clutch performer, really and truly, in football history, if we're being honest. Coming in to a team that is already strong and potent and got great players. It's just stuff for champions. Yeah. And I believe that you should be considered maybe not title favourites, but definitely title challenges. And if you're not within the top two at the, at the end of the season, and I'd say you, it's a failure. It's a failure. You know one uh, thing okay. I hate? You know go one on. thing I hate as well, just before you go, Con, is this notion of Man United fans like, refusing the title of title challenges. We're you. not saying that we're expecting you to win the league. We're just saying in and around, do you know what I mean? Come March, April, you're still within a shout of winning the title. That is a title challenger. Do you know and, what I mean? It's not, not like we want you to win the league this year. Do you and, know what I mean? And you folks that are still holding on to this CDM talk. Oh, it's needed. It's needed. It's needed. Take your it's asses needed. back to where you came from. It's needed. Out of here. I'm, 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 we're not going to deny it. It's still needed. Like, we, if we're being real, we can't deny no, this podcast. It's, it's needed. needed. It's definitely it's needed. needed. But, but please, you can still win the league. One, you can still be, one, you can still be, man, see, had no, I want to say what I said last time. Exactly. They won the league. Tell, tell them, I'm tell them, brother. Wait, so say that again. On and on. Liverpool play with a false nine. They won the league. But Liverpool have a City coach. didn't have a striker. They won the league. We know about coach, coach, but Ole, yeah, Ole is you, the thing is, yeah. I want to say what I said last time. I want to say what I said last time. Last time I said, um, I've said I've admitted it. We should be, and I put should in quotation marks. We should be part of those top two, top three contenders, whatever, on paper. But from what you saw on Sunday. And from what, even what you saw last week, was it last week Saturday, last week Sunday when we played Southampton? You can see yeah. that regardless of regardless of the players, there's still the issue of coaching is poor. Like we saw Chelsea dog out a one-one draw, and that's that was pure coaching. That's pure coaching a one-one draw. That's coaching a that's coaching a defense, coaching to to keep your defense patterned, keep your midfield patterned, keep everything patterned. Um, we've seen we've seen games where City are. See, are probably even maybe one nil up, and they're, st- they're still dogging out to get a one nil win, bro. We've seen times where, when Arsenal were in their okay days or whatever, they could still dog out. Um, they could draw. They could get out a draw. They could get out a win somehow, some way. With us, we, a long time ago, yes. But with us, you see us, and it's like cool. Well, obviously, we know ourselves. I think mm. what I think is, we know ourselves that like, we're not. We're not. We're not what people want us to think. We should. We all know that. Yeah, on paper we should be, but we just know through coaching, through certain personnel, it's not going to be that way. We, well, obviously, we'd want to finish. We'd want to win the league. We want to finish in these top three, these top two positions more time. If it's not top two, it's a failure more time because mm. we're just going to sign Ronaldo. We're just going to sign Ronaldo. Yes, that actually changed a lot of things. But I think my expectation, my expectation still stays the same. I think if it's not top two, it's a failure. If we don't get, if we don't get. Round of 16, quarter, no, quarterfinals, minimum Champions League's a failure. And if you're not winning an FA Cup or something, it's a definitely a failure. Like, my expectations, my, they haven't changed because we signed Ronaldo, but they've been heightened further. They've been heightened slightly, but all this now just puts pressure back on Ole, on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because if he doesn't perform, it's on his head. It's, it's worse. I'd, I'd, if anything, this is worse for him than it's worse for a lot of other fans because a lot of us, a lot of fans will see Ole and be like, You've got obviously the people that are very optimistic, and you've got people that are very realistic. And I think I'm one of those realistic ones where I can see where Oli's taking us, and I can see that this is how far you can take us. I think he's always taking us to his limit. Whereas you've got the optimistic ones, they want to do the whole we stuck with Fergie, why can't we stick with Oli? Blah blah blah, here, here, and there, all them and there. But these are two different men, these are two, two different men. And Oli isn't for me personally. I think Oli's taking us as far as he can. He's got. We've given him the tools to go further, 
But the question is, can he go further? And that Wolves match, it showed there's still so much that needs to be tweaked. Like, it's so it's, there's so much that needs to be tweaked. Like, we've still got guys like, well, Dan James has gone finally, finally going to lead. Somehow we hit a lick and we slapped 25, <laughs> we slapped 30 mil. Somehow we hit a lick, 30 mil. Dan James is gone, finally. Lingard looks like he's staying. Unfo- like, I'll say unfortunately because it doesn't make sense for him to stay. For his own career, it doesn't make sense for him to stay. But um, Bruno playing second. Bruno is the, is probably the falsest ten I've ever seen play, and like he's 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 in the he's in the squad for for the main reason of he his goal contributions and he saved Oli's job. He's the only he's probably one of the only reasons why Oli's still in this job right now because if it wasn't for him, I think we might have gotten rid of him. Like Oli, um, Bruno Bruno pumps you goals and assists. That's fine. But sometimes the way he plays, I think I feel like Bruno lacks a bit of discipline in terms of when he needs to be in the even that, even a little bit. If that that guy lacks discipline in all types of ways, he just I saw a screenshot, I saw a screenshot, and it was Pogba and Fred. I think Pogba and Fred were in the middle of the pitch, and Wolves' back line they're in a four back. And no, I think they're in a, they're in a five, in fact. They're yeah, in a five. Yeah, learn, yeah. And you've got cool. You've got, I think it was, I think at the time it was James Greenwood and Sancho on the wings. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing Bruno tucking into, I'm seeing Bruno tucking into that back five. I'm like, why are you there? Crazy. And not in the temperatures where you should be trying to, Pogba should, Pogba shouldn't have to, Pogba shouldn't have to be playing long balls to break up all that team. You should be playing to the 10. And the 10 should be in sync. But no, Bruno is, Bruno's more of a second striker than he's a 10 at most times, which is annoying. That comes down to coaching. It comes down to a lot of discipline. Bruno needs he needs discipline, he needs coaching in terms of he needs to know when he's a 10 and when he's a second striker. And a lot of the time we need him to be a 10. But yeah, man, that whole tackle thing is thing. It's it's more everyone than us. We we're not putting pressure on ourselves because we know what it is. It's you not putting pressure because you've seen our teams on paper. And it's always the yes. thing of it always comes to the thing of you don't watch you don't watch my team better than I watch my team, kind of thing. So I sometimes I would I might not go to Arsenal and say oh, <laughs> not that not not me personally, but everyone everyone's gone through this moment where it's like Listen. everyone's gone through everyone's gone through this moment. It's like, you know what? You don't watch your team better than I watch my own team. Kind of everyone's gone through mm-hmm. that moment. And with us, we can see that glaring issue. Everyone can see that glaring issue. And it's just a funny thing where if everyone can see the glaring issue. Then there's an issue. There's like the issue is it's not it's not us making up. Everybody can see it. I hear that. I hear that. But you know what? At the end of the day, we hate United. So your title challenges. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, bro. I, listen, I can't. I can't change your opinions. In it, signing <coughs> signing Ronaldo. That that's a massive thing. And I'm I'm not going to deny how good that is. But I'm not going to deny how much pressure that puts on us as well because we've literally signed. We've literally signed Mr. Champions well, League. I think. I think. I think. In a way. Just to close, I think that will it, it will benefit you both ways because if 100%. you then if you then go and win, obviously you go and win and you have this winning mentality coming back to Manchester United. But then if you lose and you fail, then they're all gonna point at Oli because you've backed him in every single window and bringing him the players that he wants. So at is the it, end of the day, this is probably our most successful window in a long yeah, while. Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a W. Technically, it's a W both ways. Obviously, you don't yeah. want to fail, but if you do fail, you know who's going to get killed at the end. So, mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it works. It works out both ways for the guys like you, Corn. But um, yes. yeah, to then go on to the next match. Tottenham versus Watford. Uh, I, I, I'll be real here, yeah. I'll be real here, yeah. I have no time for Tottenham. None. No, absolutely zero. The most like, I can say is Nuno. The most I can just say is Nuno. Like I have no time for Tottenham. We know, um, we know what Nuno's like in it. So that game was just it was just Nuno. Watford should have scored. Watford played. Watford played. Watford well. should have scored, man. Watford played they really well. Tottenham gave enough chances. Tottenham's goal just came from a stroke of luck. If being honest, like free kick. Poor keeper. Poor keeper. Poor keeper. Poor keeper. Poor keeper. I think. I think. Was, I think. Leeway. Bearman went his way, and he wasn't really expecting mm, them to curve nah, like that. Man, I think Son. Son, <laughs> <isn't>, <laughs> Son, is, Son. Son isn't trying to score clearly, 
but mm. it ends up being a thing where it's gone past everyone, it's gone through everyone more time. Perfect, to the back perfect of the net. cross, perfect, it's a perfect cross. Position. It's, it's gone yeah. through everybody and just curled into the back of the net. Um, but that's that's literally the most part of it. I think Wolves, Watford played all right, they weren't bad. I think Ismail Asar, like once again, he he's looking like, like a threat. He's, he's quite Emmanuel good. should go for him. He looks quite good. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, bruv, the game was it was it was kind of an eyesore to watch, man. Like I tried watching the full match again, bruv. I kept pausing and I kept stopping, starting, stopping, starting. Like the game was such an eyesore. Um, I think one positive I can bring from that, I think I think Deli Ali's starting to look a lot better now. Yeah. He's he's looked decent in the past few games. I think the game he yesterday's game. He looks quite well. He looks quite alright. I think obviously a few chances miss here and there, a few misplaced touches, a few misplaced passes, blah blah. But other than that, I think he's, I think Nuno's kind of bringing him up to speed and kind of not to what he used to be back when he was like twenty, twenty one, where he first came back on the scene. But kind of at this, I think he's maturing him a little bit more in his style of play mm. and his decision making and stuff like that. I think, I think yeah, I think Nuno's actually growing Ali to be a certain player. Yeah, I think shout out Oliver Skip as well. He's been playing well with the first two games. Yeah, he looks, he looks right. to the side. He looks all right. So he's looked quite all right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kane Kane back in that squad. What does this mean for him? Clearly he's staying. I wonder where his head is at because you've had to go through the season of seeing Grealish move around him before you do. And then And how at ease team. how at ease Grealish looks in that city side as well. Yeah, I'm sure Kane and, probably bro. thought like I could go in seamlessly in that ah. seaside as well. He, he, he put it on himself at the end of the day. Yeah, he signing that long term contract, yeah. believing in this verbal agreement nonsense. The club, it's like we last time. like we said last time. You, you do with hindsight's a beautiful thing. Him signing that six year deal was more than likely off. Was it after they go in Champions League final? Before. Before, just before, I think okay. before, before, before season before, yeah, okay. just before he signed a six year contract. Okay, cool, it looks like we can get things. Then they then they got to the final. I thought, okay, cool, this is calm. I, I think we might be able to just critique up these levels. And obviously, years have passed, they haven't really done that. You're not going to win a war with Levy at all. And no. Levy came out, on he came out on top of that one, like, bro, you're not going anywhere. And yeah, man. For me, the contract is not the problem. It's the years. It's it yeah. is the long term yeah, contract. You don't. I don't know why you want to run down. How you're gonna run down six years? I don't know how they were looking at in six year time. Are Tottenham gonna be this better? And if not, am I going to be in a position for me to do that? And six years, six years, six years too crazy. I reckon he genuinely thought they'll be good, though. Like genuinely, I thought. He signed that contract because he probably thought we're going to keep building, got gassed with the new stadium, and we have to remember Poch was there. So he must I have just... That. Yeah, I hear that, but six years, That's I don't know if you're signing an NBA contract or something, but boy, You don't see young players sign six-year deals more times. Exactly. Like, like, it'll, like, it'll be like four, maybe. Three, six four, is bad. Five... Five if you're extremely loyal, but six is like mm. oh, six, is, six is a lot for so I think like for you to sign six years, you must believe that yeah, we're gonna stay like this for a while and I can definitely like cement my legacy. I think he's cementing mm. his legacy regardless at Tottenham minute, but the question is is the question is how long will he stay at Tottenham for? Because um bro, I think his head is really hot at the fact that mm-hmm. City Kind of not not blagged him off, but it's like we can't get you calm. But then they try to go for Ronaldo, and it's like, bro, like you lot didn't try. You didn't. You, did you not try this hard for me? Like, did you not even try it for me like this? They did Ronaldo. To, to be fair to City, man. And plus, and plus, Ronaldo was, 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 was cheaper. cheaper as well. Way yeah. cheaper. Way way cheaper. Ronaldo, so much like, cheaper. Ronaldo, you voted us for thirty mil. I think we got him for, and that's thirty mil euros. We got him for, I think, in pounds. 12 13 up front, I think 20. I think 20 in total. Is what what signing 20 what more signing. in total is what we've got around it for, but yeah, man. The Kane thing is just like Kane. I think Kane's just thinking, bro, I could see myself in this team, but it's just a thing of 
money didn't seem right. I think his little silent protest didn't do anything. Didn't do any justice for him. It just made it just made matters worse, really, truly. Like you try and beef, you try and beef Levy, you're you're cooked, man. Like you're done. You're gonna you're gonna stay where you are, bro. And it just doesn't look. Like, it doesn't even look like. Um, it doesn't even look like a game move could be on next season, bro. The way with Haaland looking like he's on his way out from Dortmund mm. depends on where he goes. Obviously, not everyone can get a Haaland, but he's not in Kane's not everyone's first choice. Mm. Kane's not gonna be anyone's first choice. Even um, even looks like Lewandowski's looking to leave Bayern, bro. If C try and go for Lewandowski next year, that's that's another issue, bro. That's still another potent striker, but it's mad because if they're gonna look at a thirty-four year old and not look mm. at Kane anymore, it's like, bro, Kane's mm. stuck at Tottenham forever, bro. Because, bro, it's just, it's just no, there's no way that um, obviously Lewandowski costs a lot, a lot less. What Kane was their main target. And if they're if they're gonna flag their main target and say, Cool, we're gonna go for Haaland, don't get Haaland, we're gonna go for Lewandowski. Ah, Kane probably still here. Let's go for him now. It's a bit like, bro, like do we do we really care about you like that? Now that you're a third choice when things are starting to, to cook up with other strikers. Yeah. Yeah, I man. I think I think his time at Tottenham depends on how it goes this year, man. But it just seems like he's he's stuck, fam. He's stuck. Let him be stuck there, man. Ah, let him be stuck. It's his own fault. Coming come the streets won't forget, baller man. <laughs> Matt Letizia. They're literally For modern, real. modern, modern day Matt Letizia, man. For real, man. All, that's... all these goals, all goals, no trophies. That's that's a mad thing. Man. That's a Vibes. very, very mad thing, man. Vibes, man. So yeah, we have uh, reached the end of today's of today's podcast. Um, Ozzy's good seeing you guys. Speaking to you guys, uh, Corn, you better win the title this season. Yeah. And not happening. And Tad's, please just pray for a win. Just, just get a W. I, I think you guys got Norwich next. I'm like, bringing, I'm, I'm Malo. bringing Malo. 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 You know, Arsenal win. We're drinking. Everyone has to get a cup. They have to be sipping. That's yeah. it. Massive. Massive. If Arsenal Arsenal don't beat Norwich here, it's a match. I'm uh, compassionate leave. I'm out of here. I can't do it. This guy's been asking compassionate leave. You continue to ask that question (laughs) every single week. He's been asking before. It's not happening. It's not happening. It won't happen. It happened last week. It happened this week. It's not happening. It's not happening. Thank God for the international break, man. (laughs) Yeah, you you can rest for a bit. You can rest for a while. You can can rest, fam. Yeah, so yeah, everyone, as I said from the start of the pod, thank you for watching, listening. Um, Continue to promote, promote, um, like, comment, subscribe if you're on the YouTube. Apple Podcasts, five star reviews, keep sharing, tell a friend to tell a friend. And yeah, man, let's put let's put the word out and um catch you on the other side. Scout UK man. hashtag, do not forget that one, bro. If trying to join the conversation, jump on Twitter, Scout UK hashtag. Obviously, you try and reply to everybody, retweet it, whatever. But yeah, man, just, just keep joining the conversation, keep sharing, like like Jason said, man. We'll be back. Maybe not next week, maybe not the week after because international break. We'll be back when the league starts again. Really we'll be soon. back when the Premier League starts. We'll be back when we're back, bro. We'll be back when we're back. Hey, transfer mm-hmm. window as well. Transfer window, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll see you, bro. We'll see what we're doing, man. Peace, everyone. Yeah. Love people, man. <laughs>